Welcome to New York's number two sports show, and let the good times roll. Jonathan Quick gets the shutout in his second start as a New York Ranger. So the other night, he does well against the Seattle Kraken, wasn't tested, but still performed admirably. And tonight, makes 29 saves, stops all 29 shots, and gets the shutout at Edmondson. Now, of course, it helps that Connor McDavid was not in the lineup. And the Edmondson Oilers without McDavid, it's really just a completely different team. And, you know, I, I feel like it makes it a little bit easier to defend Leon Dreisaitl when you don't have that dynamic duo. But the Rangers just played a really solid game. Uh, certainly the first two periods. The second period, again, was kind of that period, similar to Calgary. And I guess similar to Seattle, really the road trip, the theme has been very strong second periods. And all three goals for the Rangers came in the second. Third period, sat back a little bit, but it was better than Calgary. They were in control of the game. Uh, so an improvement, I would say, but wish that there was a little bit more offensive jump in the third, but not really going to complain about that at all. A very solid win for the Rangers. Uh, and as far as Jonathan Quick starting, Quite frankly, I really didn't think that he was going to be uh, starting tonight. I thought that they would go back to Igor. But what I didn't know is that Jonathan Quick, and of course him having been with the Los Angeles Kings for a long time, has faced Edmonton quite a bit. He has really good numbers versus the Oilers. So I think that did factor into the decision and the fact that Quick did well against Seattle a couple of games ago. So they made the right call. And I would definitely expect Igor to play next game versus Vancouver. But I thought that, you know, it's interesting. The fact that Quick played Saturday, then Igor, then Quick. And, hey, you know, he deserves it. And a lot of credit goes to Benoit Lair. He is just a magician. Uh, not to take anything away from Quick, but, like, Lair, that was kind of my hope. And I really have talked pretty negatively about Quick. Uh, you know, when the signing was made, I was a little bit skeptical. Obviously, he has the pedigree, but wasn't sure that would go. And then what he did in preseason didn't make me feel any better. But my hope was that Alaire, as he's always done, you know, when it came to, you know, Henrik Lundqvist himself, Henrik Lundqvist backups, you know, we can go on and on about that list. And they, it's just... It's a good goalie, uh, you know, when you when you think about what Quick has accomplished in his career, combined with what Alaire brings to the table as a goalie coach, maybe that is going to be a match made in heaven. And uh, it would be really nice to, you know, lessen the load for Igor. So Quick, the big story in this one, same lineup skater-wise. So, you know, again, Tyler Pitlick to help these scratch, as well as Zach Jones. You know, that continues to be what it is, and I don't expect that to really change uh, anytime soon as long as everyone stays healthy. So let's jump into it. Stuart Skinner was the goaltender for Edmonton, and they have really been struggling lately. I mean, uh, this Pacific Division, you know, is, is not very good, but, you know, Edmonton is really, the, the fans were upset tonight. And I don't blame them. First period, kind of a slow start for the Rangers. Not terribly so, but I don't know. I felt like they were 
Uh, they, they certainly got better. And, you know, they, they kind of, uh, as the first period went along, I thought that they improved. You know, I feel like the shots 10 to 5 Rangers maybe slightly misleading. Felt like maybe that should have been a little bit closer. Um, but anyway, there is no scoring in the first. There were a couple of penalties. Blake Wheeler hooks Ryan Nugent Hopkins at 15-13. Now, I'll say this. And Wheeler, that was first of two penalties. This was Blake Wheeler's best game as a Ranger. Really had a chance to score goals. I still think that expectations for Wheeler should really, really be minimal. But I think that this was a good game for him. Really uh, had some jump and was getting his legs moving. And I thought that line was solid. So Wheeler takes that penalty. But then during the Oiler power play, Evander Kane interferes with Keandre Miller. So you get a bit of four on four, but nothing comes of it. And then the Oilers kill off the remainder of the Ranger power play. So you go to the second period, tied, uh, no score. Then Edmonton takes a penalty at 210. Warren Fogle, high six, Alexi Lafreniere. And we'll talk more about Lafreniere, who's been a definite positive through the first seven games of the season. The Rangers power play scores. And that's very important because, look, the fact of the matter is, is that one of the biggest Ranger weaknesses is still five-on-five five offense, although they did score a couple of goals, five-on-five. Five. But anyway, they get that power play goal, and it's a goal by Adam Fox. His second goal of the season from Trocek and Panarin, Really nice pass by Trocheck. Panarin sets it up uh, initially. And so with that assist, it would be the first of two assists on the night for Panarin. He has recorded a point in the first seven games of the season. That is tied for third for the Rangers since 1973-74. So in the last 50 years, uh, I think Darren Turcott has uh, the record at 11, the first 11 games of the season. So we'll see if Panarin can get there. That won't be easy. But the fact of the matter is that Artemi Panarin is off to a very good start to this season. And Adam Fox gets the one-timer goal, gives the Rangers a one nothing lead. Then at 12.03, it's the first goal of the season for Braden Schneider, assisted by VZ and Fox. So this is a play that was barely onside. A nice pass by VZ, which when, when he made it, I wasn't sure if it was onside or not. Schneider corrals it onside barely and moves in and scores. And Braden Schneider has not had many goals in his career. But the one he scored, it's, it's the type of goal that he does score where he's kind of late on the rush, moves in with some room and fires it typically blocker side of the goalie. So uh, kind of from right to left, comes into the right side and shoots it kind of top left corner. We've seen that, or not, you know, just more so, it's a goal that Braden Schneider has scored a lot. And it's weird that a lot of his goals have been road Western Conference goals for, for whatever that's worth. Uh, I do think that he is a Western, I, I believe that he is from Western Canada. So, uh, you know, again, just one of those weird things. So the Rangers take a 2-0 lead, and then they score again. At 18.09 of the third, Alexi Lafreniere scores his fourth goal of the season. So that's four goals for Lafreniere in the first seven games. And again, that's really, really good to see. So that's assisted by Panarin. Uh, so two assists on the night for Artemi. Uh, and Braden Schneider gets an assist. So a two-point night for Schneider. You get a two-point night for Adam Fox. And... 2.9 for Artemi Panarin. So, yeah, Lafreniere was, again, one of the best skaters. Like I said, he drew that penalty on the Fox power play goal, and that line is is far and away the best offensive line on this team. 
Um, does it have its defensive shortcomings? Yes. But that Panarin heat a lot for in your line. That's the one. And, you know, Kreider's the manager at Kako. Um, you definitely want more from them. Um, you know, it's it's been okay. But, you know, there's more to give there. And so, you know, in the early going, it's definitely been this heat line that has really been very noticeable and has had a lot of production. So the Rangers have a 3 nothing lead going into the third. And in the third, uh, Matias Ekholm would take a penalty at 9.48, interfering with Keandre Miller. So Keandre drew a couple of penalties. And the Rangers power play had really good zone time and a lot of chances, but were, were unable to score. Uh, and then a little bit later on, yeah, a little bit later on, a disallowed goal. One that really honestly looked like a bad call. It should have been a goal by Will Cooley, and it would have been the first point for Blake Wheeler. Uh, they said that it was a kicking motion, which it really wasn't. Uh, you know, it went off of Cooley's skate, but he was just skating in. It was not intentional. So, look, luckily, it wasn't a big deal. The Rangers were up 3 nothing, but, yeah, that game was close. That would have been pretty frustrating. But, luckily, you know, no harm, no foul. Although, again, would have been nice for Wheeler to get his first point. Doesn't happen. And it, it's kind of funny. You think about it in terms of disallowed goals this year. Mika Zibanejad and Philip Heedle don't have goals, but remember, they did score against the Columbus Blue Jackets, those plays that were offside. Uh, they technically did score, but then it was taken off the board. Same sort of thing here, here with the Wheeler assist, and I would have liked to have seen Cooley get his second goal. Doesn't happen. Uh, and then at 17.07, uh, Blake Wheeler takes a hooking penalty. He hooks Matias Janmark, but luckily Jonathan Quick and the rest of the crew were up to the task. Uh, I'll say the fourth line, it just doesn't provide offense. You know, that, that's the problem. Like, you know, they're, they're sound defensively, but there's not a whole lot of speed. And so, you know, not going to make much of that because the Rangers are winning and not allowing goals. But, yeah, you know, I, I definitely think they could use a little bit of speed on that fourth line. Uh, but we'll see. But anyway, Rangers get the shutout. They win 3-0 against Edmonton. They improved to 5-2. and two. They are, it is early, so not going to make a big deal about this. But they are first in the Metropolitan Division, which is nice. And next, they'll take on the Vancouver Canucks, who are actually off to a pretty good start. Now, for Vancouver, the Rangers might catch a break, depending on how you look at it, because tomorrow night, Vancouver plays the St. Louis Blues. The Rangers will be catching Vancouver on the second game of a back-to-back. -back. You know, sometimes that can be beneficial. Sometimes it doesn't really matter. Uh, so we'll see uh, which Ranger goalie, uh, you know, sorry, which Canuck goalie the Rangers will face. Like maybe, maybe they'll avoid Thatcher Demko. We'll see. But that will be the fourth game of this five-game Western road trip. So far, the Rangers are three for three, a three-game winning streak. And so this is really good to see. And Peter Laviolette, should have mentioned him, <laughs> he has really done a very nice job. Like you got to be impressed by, by what he's brought to the table. And look, sometimes, really across all sports, but I think especially in the NHL, when you get that new head coach, a lot of the time... You know, and we saw with Gerard Gallant in year one, a lot of the time it really helps. And I'm hoping that it's more than just a, a quick thing, you know, where it's, uh, you know, like it's good in year one or maybe year two. I hope that this can be a, a long lasting relationship between Peter Laviolette and the New York Rangers, because I certainly like what I've seen so far. But we know that head coaches have a, have a very short shelf life. But again, Rangers get the shutout. Jonathan Quick in his second start as a Ranger, makes all 29 saves. He gets the shutout. 
and the Rangers will leave Edmonton victorious, and they will head on to face Vancouver.